if if you're trying to improve the quality of your life, I I would try it. I'm not saying it's for everybody, but if you're not happy with where you're at currently, I would be trying everything possible to get into a state of joy. Welcome to Unmasking Greatness. This podcast is about unmasking your greatest potential and living a purpose-driven life. If you got value from this episode, you already know. Like, share, and subscribe. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of Unmasking Greatness. I'm your host, Chris Kokoris, and today's Friday Fire. I'm going to term this one M&M. M&M, and I'm going to explain what that is, and it's not the chocolate candy, okay? So let me start with a little backstory of where I came up with this M&M concept. So every day, well, first off, if you guys don't know, I do have a son. He's five years old, and he is in kindergarten now. Kind of crazy how how fast time goes. But uh, we have a routine. You know, you guys know I am very structured I, I have a routine. There's things I have in place to help me be very efficient in my days. So at six in the morning, I basically go in there and I start waking my son up. And through this process, you know, we're we're all getting ready. We are, you know, helping him, you know, obviously eat breakfast, change him, get him brush his teeth, do his hair, you know, the whole thing, get ready for school. So me, my wife, my son, we get in the car, we're driving him to school. And, uh, you know, afterwards, me and my wife like to go to the gym afterwards. So we kind of have this regimen going. But in between that time, we are driving and we take a little back road going to his school. Helps avoid traffic and things of that sort. But on the way during that back road, we pass this Buddhist temple. And it's, it's really cool. They have this awesome, huge, like, entryway. But you can see there's this massive Buddha like this massive Buddha statue. I mean, it's huge. Um, you see it from the street, and it's got like this huge awning over it. Um, you, you can't miss it, that's for sure. So every day that we pass it, it's almost like a little checkpoint for us, a little trigger, and we're all just like, morning, Buddha. You know, it's just kind of this thing, and it's really just funny, but at, I mean, we're not Buddhists, but we just see the Buddha, and we're just like, morning, Buddha. But Again, that's our our trigger, okay? And and what happens after that, I think, is we never really even talked about trying to start doing something like this. It just kind of started happening, and now it's been, we do it every single day going to school. And what it is, is this M&M term that we come up with, we call it Mitri Mantra. So my son's name is Dimitri. We, we call him Mitri, and uh, we do a mantra, and if you guys don't know, like what, like what, what is a mantra, right? I mean, some people have like kind of heard about it and people utilize it in different, you know, different ways, but just generally like a mantra is just a word, a phrase, um, or a sound that's repeated to aid in concentration, meditation, or some sort of self-reflection. So it's often used, uh, to help focus and, and just get the mind in a, a positive state, Right. And this is why I'm so like a big advocate for, you know, don't wake up and turn on the news. Like, don't, you know, watch TV in the morning. You know, you want to really kind of sit with your thoughts and, you know, practice some gratitude because what you ingest first thing in the morning is going to set the pace for the rest of your day. So if you're watching the news that's super toxic, 
people are getting shot, bad weather, traffic, you know, everything that you could possibly imagine to put you in a semi-ill mood, that's going to trickle down the rest of the day. And not only that, when you have conversations with people throughout the day at your work, at school, wherever, you're just going to regurgitate what you just heard. And you think that you're just having conversation, but what you're doing is spreading the poison that you just took in first thing in the morning that the the news has sent to you. So, you know, I'm not anti-news by no means. Um, I think it's good to keep up with the world, but I am uh, anti uh, AM toxicity. I guess that would be the like my terminology for it. So, you know, we we started this whole mean tree mantra, and it's so cool because like my son again, he's five years old, and he's like, I want to do my mean tree mantra, and I'm like, all right, cool, like mean tree mantra, go. And he's always, you know, he kind of has like, like, usually he picks like about three like different little phrases, but he's just always like, you know, I'm smart, I'm uh, respectful, I'm strong, you know, just something very like basic. And then my wife does hers. And then I, you know, I do like daddy mantra. And, you know, I, I, at first it was just kind of like, I thought it was cute. I thought it was really cool. But like now that we've done it so much, I legitimately am trying to pick phrases that I truly like want to say and repeat to myself. And I've actually started noticing some benefits from it because it can be really simple stuff. I mean, there's things like I will say, you know, like today I I said, you know, daddy mantra, um, I am smart, I am capable, I am strong. Sounds very like simplistic and basic, but like those terms to me have deeper rooted meanings. Um, you know, being smart is one thing, but it also to me is like continuously educating myself to fulfill that, uh, phrase that I said, you know, being capable. I mean, this one today specifically, I mean, I, I say this because there's a lot of things that we have in our life that we know we need to do, right? We know we need to do certain things, certain activities, certain tasks to get us to a goal that we have that we may not want to do, but we are fully capable of doing it. So reminding yourself, like, I am capable of doing that task. And it it builds encouragement. So I think it's, and and then we kind of, we go through the Mitri mantras and and daddy and mommy mantras, and then we just do a little prayer. You know, we just, um, you know, this is more of our our gratitude time where we're just like thankful and hoping like everybody has a good day, stay safe, you know, have a good time, learn, you know, and just have, you know, God, the higher power, Buddha, whoever you guys believe in kind of overlook you. And again, this, this sets the pace for the rest of the day, you know? I'm sure if you put like two people and compared them back to back, one person that just binge watches TV in the mornings or listens to, you know, some some sort of negative commentary, maybe just some like, you know, poor quality music, whatever it may be, versus someone that's doing something like a mantra, you know, practicing gratitude, praying, you know, their I'm sure their outcomes will inevitably be different, maybe not initially, but over time. Because doing a mantra at one time is not not necessarily going to change your life. But if you practice it daily, just like you practice gratitude daily, I think that could have some long-term effects in your favor. So it just gets you thinking. So 
I just want to touch on, you know, a couple different things of one, you know, why, why is it so important to do a mantra if you're not doing it, right? Um, if, if you're trying to improve the quality of your life, I, I would try it. I'm not saying it's for everybody, but if you're not happy with where you're at currently, I would be trying everything possible to get into a state of joy where you actually are um, joyful of having a life that you you live and, and you're grateful for it. So, you know, having, you know, the importance of doing the mantra is obviously one, uh, you know, you're, you're mindful, mindfulness and focus, right? We are mindful of what we're going to be doing that day, what we want to, what the outcome should be. And they're also focused on it. So those mantras help you stay present and centered in the moment. And they direct your thoughts away from distractions and into the here, the now, the present. Um, I've, I heard this other thing where, you know, everybody always tells you to live in the present, right? But we get so caught up in the past or the future, you know, and some people say the past caused depression, the future caused anxiety, right? But in all our all out reality, uh, the past and the future are not real. Like, the only thing that is truly real is right now. You listening to this podcast right now is real, real time. So living in those two different dimensions is, is false reality at this point. The only thing that you can control is the now and being mindful of that. So, you know, it also helps with, you know, positivity, you know, self-belief. Again, you'll hear people talk about, you know, looking in the mirror every morning and repeating some sort of phrase. That's pretty much like a mantra, right? Telling yourself that, you know, you're beautiful, you're smart, you know, you're you're strong, you know, whatever whatever those terms are that's going to get you to slowly believe it cuz there's a there's a huge difference in thinking something to yourself and verbalizing it. Actually verbally saying it cuz when your mind and your ears actually hear that, subconsciously it starts to imprint in your mind. And that's why it's so important not to be like, oh, I'm so dumb. Oh, Chris, you're so stupid for doing that. Because over time, if you continue to say those kinds of phrases, you'll slowly believe that. Like I'll slowly start to believe like I'm really dumb. I'm really stupid because I keep making bad mistakes. And so we have to be really, really cautious of, of the things that we say. So you know, how do you, how do you choose a mantra, right? Because I say very simple phrases. There's a lot of people that can do it more like, you know, complex uh, verbalizations. There's no like set rules on how you can do a mantra, you know? So how do you, how do you choose the right mantra? And I think it's important that it resonates with you on a personal level. So some tips that I would suggest for you guys, if this is something you want to do is one, reflect on your goals. So think about your aspirations and what you want to achieve. Your, your mantra can be related to those specific goals, you know, whatever that is for you, right? Uh, another one is when you're doing your mantras, try to focus on positivity. So your mantra should be positive and uplift, uplifting. So um, just kind of like what I was saying with mine, like I'm strong, I'm capable, I'm smart. You know, my sons, I'm respectful, you know, those are all very positive affirmations and, you know, positive outcomes that come from those, those wordings. So make sure that, you know, you're, you're saying things that are uplifting. I don't, um, I wouldn't assume anybody would say anything like to talk down on themselves, but just be cautious, 
be cautious. Again, remember that verbalization of you actually speaking the words, how your mind will subconsciously start to, you know, put that in and bring belief to it. So it can work both ways. And uh, also, you know, you don't have to make things so complex. You can keep it very, very simple, like one word, right? One word kind of things. Mantra should be concise and easy to remember. Um, they're, they're meant to be repeated. So when I say, you know, um, you know, I'm smart, I'm capable, I'm strong, you know, I will, I don't need to change that every day. You know, I don't need to change it. I want to continuously repeat those words specifically. And over time, again, like I'm going to start believing it. I'm going to start, you know, having the ability to, to do certain tasks that I don't want to do. Like, like we all don't want to do something that needs to get done. So we procrastinate, right? But if we start to, uh, you know, reinforce those behaviors by the wordings, I think that's, that's super important. So it's a little bit different than gratitude. I think gratitude, uh, in my opinion, I think it should be a little more thoughtful. Uh, I think, in my opinion, I would try to try to change things up, you know, a little more periodically, just because of the fact that like, you can get very caught up in just if, for example, for myself, I do, uh, I write down three things I'm grateful for every single day. Every day before I start my day, I write three things down. And you can get very caught up in almost like doing the mantra, writing the same thing. And then it's almost like you're just writing. Are you truly grateful for it at that point? Or are you just doing it because you're in routine? So when writing things that you're grateful for, I think is a little bit of a, a different uh, a different view, I guess you could say. So, uh, but a mantra, it can you can keep it the same. And and like I said, I think it should be it should be the same for that matter to get you to slowly start to believe. Uh, in yourself with those words that you say. So, you know, we incorporate our mantras first thing in the morning. Does that mean you have to do it first thing in the morning? No, you don't have to. I recommend it because again, we want to do everything in our power to have a good start in the day. We want to kickstart it, have a domino effect of wins, and just we roll with a positive, positive start and, and we ride in that wave. But you don't have to do it in the morning. Okay. Again, there's no rules to how to do this. It's all how you can incorporate it into your life that works best for you. So again, we do ours in the morning, right? It's just a good way to start your day and it just sets a good positive tone. Um, you could honestly do it in the middle of the day, you know, uh, while you're on break from work, when you're in the bathroom, you could do a mantra multiple times a day. So anytime you have, you know, five minutes here, five minutes there, uh, say it, you know, say it to yourself out loud, you know, and I know that's kind of weird if you're around a lot of people, but you know, go to the bathroom, um, go to your car, walk outside, get some natural sunlight. That again is a whole nother topic that's hugely beneficial in your life to get that natural sun. Um, but repeat it to yourself frequently. And then also again at night, you know, some people pray at night, you know, you can kind of intertwine these two, you know, next to each other. Um, but do it at the end of the day, you know, and it, it'll, you'll also reflect on, on your day and how you can improve. So maybe you will change your mantra to help you improve in your days, right? If you're super stressed at work, somebody said something to you that really upset you, how can you how can you reinforce your mantra to, 
to help that, right? To reduce that kind of like anger and stress. Um, I heard this really interesting um, topic today, actually, on um, on TikTok. Yeah, what a coincidence, right? On TikTok. So, but um, it kind of goes along with this, which is ironic, right? But it was, I want to say the guy was Buddhist because he was, he was phrasing Buddhism in a sense, but saying that if you are really mad at somebody for whatever reason, who is really getting tortured at that point, right? You're really pissed off at somebody, something they did, something they said, and you're, you're really, really angry about it. But when you look at it big picture, who's the one that's really getting hurt from that? It's, it's you. You are angering yourself. You are stressing yourself. You're getting upset. And that person's already long gone, right? You're still in your feelings. And that person probably like forgot about you, you know? So they said, you know, sometimes the one holding the hot coal needs to release it. Because you holding that hot coal, you're burning yourself. But if you release those, that, that coal, that stress, those feelings, now you can heal. So it's an interesting concept when you think about it, uh, but it's true, you know? Uh, who, who are you ultimately torturing at the end of the day when you're upset with somebody else? Because most of the time, those people don't care. That's why they made you mad to begin with, right? So anyways, that's my, that's my topic for you guys today, mantra. You can call it Joe's mantra, Jane's mantra, you know, you can call it whatever you want. Ours is Mitri mantra. Uh, M&M for short. And I, I honestly like it's, it started off just being something really like kind of like cute, funny, cool. And now I'm just like, I'm riding it. Like, I think it's, it's really, really helpful. It's helped me. And uh, of course, anytime something helps me or benefits me, or I learn something, I want to share it with you guys. Uh, I'm sure most of you that's listening to this right now has heard of the term mantra, right? I, I've heard of it. I just never practiced it. I never tried it. I never did it. And uh, it took us taking my son to school to <laughs> start putting this into practice. And uh, I don't I don't anticipate that we're going to stop anytime soon. So it'll be cool. You know, my son's going to be at that school for, you know, a couple years now. So, uh, you know, hopefully, you know, this podcast will keep rolling and every year I might, I might bring it up, just say we're one year, one year deep into the Mitri mantras, you know, and I can reflect back and see like what changed, you know, what, what phrases changed, have, have they, you know, had a, a lasting effect on my life? I think they will. Cause again, uh, I've already been seeing a benefit from doing this and it's cool to hear my son. He actually repeats a lot of the same phrases and, um, you know, whether he believes it or not, I don't know. He's still young, but He's, he's in this routine. We got him on this regimen and, uh, it was ultimately kind of like his, his decision too. We don't force, uh, our son to, you know, do mantras and force him to pray and stuff like these things are things he wants to do. Uh, he even tells me to do it sometimes, you know, I'll be kind of like my mind drifting while I'm driving and he's the one that's like morning Buddha, you know, we got to do the, the mantra, the Mitri mantra. Like, all right, let's roll. <laughs> so it's cool. Anyways, uh, I hope that was, you know, useful for some of you guys. Again, if, if, if you're trying to figure out something to have a better quality life, this is just one tool, right? There's a lot of different things that you guys can do. This is just one. So hopefully this is helpful. And that's all. I'm out. 
Have a great weekend. See you on the next one. Peace.